And see how you're making contact with the floor, how you're resting on the floor tonight. How do your legs rest? And the length of your back. Your arms. Your head. And why don't you uh, roll to your sides and come up to sitting. Come up to sit cross-legged. If that's comfortable, and if cross-legged is not comfortable, sit with your legs a little bit long or something, if that's easier. You can sit with your legs long. Or sit up on a cushion if that helps. Got enough cushions. And just rest your hands on your knees and begin to lower your head and raise your head. So just lower and raise your head. As you do that, pay attention to the length of your back. And the muscles all down your back on either side of your spine. And notice if your chest, pay attention to your chest moving. And your belly. So if I say pay attention to your chest moving, that's one of those uh, loaded questions because it implies that your chest is moving, right? It's like, have you stopped giving out patronage in your riding yet? It's a question that already implies something. Now see if you can actually take some of the work away from your neck with this by really using your chest and using your belly. That means using the whole length of your back. So as you lower, your abdomen comes in, your low back goes backwards. As you lift your head, as you raise your head, your chest can come forward. And the whole length of your back can arch and support your head moving backwards. So your chest moves forwards, your belly moves forwards. So that it's not so much all on your neck now.
Okay, leave that, rest for a moment. Okay, we are. Lost my cheat notes. (laughs) (laughs) Cheating notes. And lengthen your legs out in front of you. You have to be able to understand your cheat notes for them to do you any good. This cryptic symbol, let's see. <laughs> Lean back on your arms, your hands behind you, and your legs out in front of you, maybe a little bit apart. And notice, by the way, just notice how your legs rest. In sitting like this, can they rest flat and extended? Do your knees lift a little from the floor? Does your knee lift a little more on the one side than the other? Just kind of notice how your legs can be at rest in this position. And now in this position, again, lower your head and raise your head. And again, don't let your neck take a lot of strain, but instead use the whole length of your spine. Can your chest come forward? Can that support your neck? Can your belly come forward as you come forward? Your belly go back as you go back. And so your abdomen really pulls in as you lower your head. Your belly pushes forward as you lift your head backwards and up. Your chest as well. And can your legs still stay quiet as you do this, or do they, your knees pop up off the ground a little bit, and can you leave your legs quiet? Let them be quiet. Go ahead and take advantage of whatever use of your breathing is going to help you with this. We're very deeply ingrained not to let our bellies sort of hang out, so nobody's looking, not taking any pictures. Nobody's going to see what you do with your belly tonight. So really let your belly come forward. That actually lets your chest lift and move forward as well. Okay, and leave that and come onto your back and take a rest. How's your back resting now in your legs? That's kind of a different lesson tonight. For some weeks we've been doing a lot of lessons where we're going somewhere, where there's a sort of uh, motion in it and an end in sight or a surprise at the end. Or 
a real development into movement going somewhere else. And tonight we're really going to play with this movement and explore this movement of raising and lowering your head in a lot of different configurations and positions. It's kind of a, a different kind of lesson. And roll over onto your stomach. Come onto your stomach. And use your um, hands to lift yourself up a little bit. Lift your shoulders off the ground. And look down towards the floor and raise and lower your head in this position. Look down towards your belly, towards your feet, and then look up alongside the wall. So you use your arms to lift yourself a little bit off the floor. Actually come up on your elbows, like on your elbows and forearms, palms. So you're a little bit lifted, and in that position already a little bit lifted, you can lift your head to look up, and then lower your head to look under. And now see if you can find somewhere secure enough to your shoulders on top of your elbows so you don't need to really brace or tighten with your shoulders because that will interfere with letting your head lower and raise. You want to be able to support yourself and your weight but still have some freedom to move. Now can you find that whole feeling of your whole back contributing to this the way you could when you were sitting? That's quite different with your belly against the floor like this. Can you feel as you lift your head and look up, is it still your belly coming forwards and out into the floor? Does it do that evenly? Does you, do you push more into the floor on one side than the other side with your belly? And how do you make this rounding of your back backwards in the position that you're in? Okay, and come down and rest. Again, line your back. Roll onto your back and rest. And come up to sit again. Sit with your sit with your legs long. 
and actually bend your left leg and stand your left foot on the ground, but leave your right leg long. And lean back on your right hand behind you and just rest your left hand on your left knee. So your left leg's bent, your right leg's long. Lean back on your right hand behind you. Rest your left hand on your left knee so you can lean back on your right hand. And like this, now we're sort of asymmetrical, right? Lower your head, raise your head. Can you still let your whole back, the whole length of your spine, your whole torso? Just support this movement. Your chest comes forward as you lift back. And your belly still come forward in a very asymmetrical position for your pelvis, for your legs. Feel your abdomen move backwards as you lower your head. Come forwards as you lift your head. And stay within the range where it's not a strain for your neck. If you're balancing all the pieces, the way they're all stacking up on top of one another, then it doesn't have to be a strain for your neck muscles. So stay within that range where it's comfortable. And it's only this when you find that your chest can go a little more forward, or your belly can go a little bit more forward, then your head can go a little bit further back without any strain for your neck. And then switch around your legs and your arms. And again, lower your head, raise your head. And feel in this configuration which side of your back works harder, which side of your back arches further. It might not be working harder, but it's going to arch further. It's because of the configuration you're in. You feel that? And notice with your long leg, can it be... Can it be um, passive in the movement? You're not sort of picking up your knee as you take your head backwards. And you really feel your low back, that arch of your low back flatten backwards Mm -hmm. as you lower your head and come forwards and exaggerate a little, arch forwards as you raise your head. Okay, great. And line your back, take a rest.
And now prop yourself up on your elbows. So you leave your legs long and you're kind of half sitting up. You're propped up on your elbows. And now in this position, can you lower your head, look towards your feet, and lift your head up and backwards. Let your belly, let your chest come. And oh, stay within the range of ease and comfort. This is a pretty the most challenging position to do this in, probably. Can you get enough freedom between your shoulders for your chest still to lift? And for that to support your head going backwards. Let your belly come out forward. Okay, and just come down onto your back and rest. And then come up onto your knees. Come up into a kneeling position. Might want a cushion under your knees. Onto your hands and knees. So you're on your all fours. Your hands and knees. And on your hands and knees like this, lower your head and raise your head. your elbows stay straight, your arms stay straight. And it's really, again, it's all in your back. So your elbows stay straight and you lower your head. No, this is ambiguous, isn't it? If I say lower your head in this position, it's lower your head in the same way you've been lowering it all along. So you're lowering it to look between your legs, but your elbows stay straight. You're just lowering your head to look between your legs, rounding your back, lifting your back backwards. So you arch your back towards the ceiling and then Drop your belly towards the floor and lift your head to look up along the wall in front of you. It's like your whole torso is sort of a hammock between your hips and your shoulders, between your legs and your arms. You can arch in the middle and lower your head. Your head lowers almost between your arms. Then lift your head and look up. If you really make use of the length of your back and make the use of your low back, then your neck can just be going for a ride here. It doesn't need to be working hard. 
So as you lower your head to your belly, your abdomen still pulls in. As you lift your head, your belly drops forward. Feel how your pelvis turns around your hip joints. And come onto your back and take a rest. And come up onto your knees again, onto your elbows and knees this time. Just come up into kneeling and lean on your forearms and elbows and palms on the ground. And now this time take your head and draw a line on the ground with your head. So as you draw the line towards you, you end up looking up under your belly again towards your knees. As you draw the line away from you, You end up arching your back. So now your head's actually sliding on the floor. You've got your head sliding on the floor. And you draw a line towards you and then farther towards the wall. Actually sliding your head on the floor. And as you slide your head towards you, your back lifts and rounds. Your belly pulls in. As you slide your head away, does your belly drop? Back arch again. Just sliding your head on the floor. And see how far you can draw this line towards you and away from you, keeping your head on the floor, drawing a line with your head on the floor. How far can you go? So instead of lifting your head at the end, you keep going along the floor, stay along the floor. Okay, and come onto your back and take rest again.
And come all the way up to kneeling on your knees. You might want the padding again. Straight onto your knees. So not on your hands, just on your knees, kneeling straight up. And place your hands on your hips. And in this position, kneeling, lower your head. Look down and then raise your head. As you lower your head and look down, let your elbows come forwards. So they were going to meet in front of you. As you raise your head and look up, let your elbows come backwards. And a little bit too, then your pelvis is moving forwards and backwards. Forwards as you look up, backwards as you look down. So you get a whole arch of your body from your knees to the top of your head. Let's just for a moment take the movement really small and see if we can distinguish this very fine point. So take the movement very small, but still let your pelvis come a little bit forwards as you take your head back, a little bit backwards as you lower your head. Just really feeling the beginning of the movement, feeling that moment where you move away from from the balance that you start with and you create a new balance. Your pelvis forward and your head back or your pelvis back and your head forward. Just the very beginning of the movement. And then try it a few times keeping your pelvis still so your head just has to go backwards and forwards and feel if you keep your pelvis completely still and then you take your head backwards, all the muscles at the front of your neck and the front of your chest, they have to really tighten up actually to keep you from falling over, to keep your head from falling over backwards. But if they're counterbalanced instead with your pelvis coming forwards, so that in the end your head's really still over your knees, more or less, looking up and back but still over your knees, still balanced in the middle, then those muscles in the front don't need to tighten or grab to keep your head from falling backwards. So can you just play with the subtle beginning of the movement and just feel the difference for those muscles along the front and the muscles along the back, if you let your pelvis move and if you don't let your pelvis move. So you only just have to do the very beginning of the movement where you just come away from the initial balance to start to feel how everything reacts and to feel how without your pelvis moving certain things grab and hold on. But if you let your pelvis move then you create a whole new balance. Still lets your bones carry the weight and doesn't ask the muscles to grab on and keep you from falling. Okay, great. And come down, line your back, take a rest.
So this is very, it's quite a simple movement, isn't it, compared to some of the lessons recently? But it seems surprisingly maybe a little bit challenging. Yeah? It's actually not an easy movement. And it's not surprising if you're finding that because I thought I'd teach this one this week because in watching the last couple of weeks I thought, you know, we don't pay enough attention to this movement. I don't as a teacher. I mean, I haven't taught as many lessons over the last year or two around this direction of movement and this connection of the pelvis and the head. As I sort of saw that in the last couple of classes we did. So if it feels like it's a bit of a blind spot for you, well, it's not a coincidence. It's probably a bit of a teacher's blind spot. And here we are, kind of shining a light in here, seeing what we find. And so it isn't unrelated to the lessons we've been doing lately, even if it's very different. So I talked about it as a blind spot and actually literally it has something to do with our eyes and how we use our eyes. So why don't you roll over onto your stomachs again. And just lie in your stomach looking down towards the ground. So just uh, rest your face either on the edge of the cushions or uh, on your hands under your forehead. And just let your eyes your eyes do the work now for a moment. Let your eyes look down along the floor as though they could see towards your feet and then up towards your forehead. So just let your eyes sweep down in the direction of your feet. You don't have to actually lift anything or try to look down there. Let your eyes do the work down and look up towards your eyebrows. Just a very easy movement. But notice how it is for you already with just that movement. Can your eyes do that smoothly? Do they really seem to follow a line or do they, of course they follow a line, but do they follow really the middle line or do they veer to one side or the other or jump a little bit as they go? Does it just feel heavier maybe looking up? towards your eyebrows, then looking down towards your cheekbones. So see what you already feel about this pattern just in the movement of your eyes. And work just with that movement or play with that movement. Let it get lighter and easier. It's just at the Ontario Science Center with my uh, nieces in Toronto on the weekend. There's this human body section and they've got this little uh, Victorian toy machine thing for you've got little levers and you can move these imitations of all the eye muscles. It was really fun to do. Just move these levers. There's three pairs of levers that move certain pairs of the eye muscles and you try to get the eyeballs pointing at you. These very fine little muscles around the eyes that move the eyeballs. But their muscles that very powerfully evoke all sorts of things down the neck and the back of the spine. That they didn't portray in the machine at all. You would think that eyes were entirely isolated things. Does this feel as you do this and as you let it become smoother and easier than maybe in your jaw, the base of your skull, down the back of your neck, between your shoulders, maybe things change there too. 
And then actually now maybe you've already got both your eyes closed, but um, sort of close your right eye and think that you're just looking with your left eye, looking down, and then looking up along the floor to your eyelid. So you're really just to your eyebrows. So you're really paying attention to the one eye, to your left eye. Either literally close your right eye or just in your... Just with your attention, don't pay attention to your right eye. Just pay attention to your left eye and feel what kind of line your left eye draws, how easily it moves. How close to the midline that line it draws stays or does it swerve in one direction or the other? And then switch over your eyes and pay attention to your right eye. Up towards your eyebrow, down towards your cheekbone. How easily does that eye move? And probably it's quite a bit easier to put your attention in one eye than the other. Probably one eye feels much more familiar or at least a little bit more familiar. And notice that and just spend some extra time with the eye that's not so familiar, so you're getting to know it a bit better. And have a little rest. Rest in whatever position is comfortable for you. And then can you come up onto your hands and knees again? Get something under your knees if you need that. And now raise and lower your head, but really paying attention to your eyes, drawing a line along the floor and then up along the wall, just as far as it goes comfortably, absolutely not to the point of any strain on your neck. And then follow the line down, the midline of you down to between your knees. 
Just really being aware of that line and seeing how smoothly you can follow it. And how true that line can be to the middle. Where does it arc off in one side or the other side? And how does that relate to how your back's working so you can feel your back lift and lower your belly pull in, drop down? And then close your right eye and continue to do the movement just with your left eye leading, following this line. And how does that change everything? How does that change how the two sides of your back are working? The line you can follow on the floor? Do you end up tilting your head at a different angle? And then switch your eyes, close your left eye and watch with your right eye, follow that line. Does this feel more or less familiar, different? Does it shape the movement of your back differently? And then come back to doing it with both eyes. And see now with both eyes, looking down and then looking up. You actually end up looking up farther along the wall. Okay, come onto your backs and rest. I went to a workshop once where we did a lot of work with um, very familiar lessons, but we just the teacher brought eye patches and we'd wear an eye patch over one eye. And we do the same old familiar lesson, but with an eye patch over one eye. Try it on one side, try it on the other side. It was fascinating. You can do that with any of the movements we've ever played with. Just get yourself a pirate costume, you know, patch. The eyes really powerfully organize the whole state of musculature for action, so if you mess around with that. That's why it can make a real difference to the lessons with glasses on or glasses off. Come up to kneeling again. And 
And first, kneel on your left knee, but put your right foot standing. So you're kneeling up and place your left hand on your hip and your right hand rest on your right knee. So now you're in this asymmetrical position again. Yeah. Can you come up? And uh, there's no reason not to. Let's see. Okay, that's hot. You can't use that. We don't have any chairs. If you, have, you can go this, do this at home and have a chair to help balance yourself. There's no problem with that. Lower your head to look down. Lift your head to look up. Again, letting your whole back fold, letting your chest, your pelvis move backwards. Letting them come forwards as you lift your head and look up. You're able to move around your left hip joint to do this. Can your belly still come forwards? Switch your legs. Try the other configuration. And again, your right hand on your hip now and your left hand on your left knee. Lower your head to look down. Lift your head to look up. Okay, and come down and sit cross-legged again like at the beginning. Come around, sit cross-legged. Just resting your hands on your knees. Lower your head to look down. Lift your head to look up. Belly comes forward, your whole back arches to lift your head, chest comes forward and up. Let's see what that's like now. How does it compare to the beginning? Try switching how your legs are crossed. Put the other foot on the outside, the other foot on the inside. And do the movement a few times in this different crossing. Feel what that's like. Uh, on your back, come back onto your back.
And feel what your contact with the floor is like now. How your back's resting. How your legs are resting. at your own pace whenever you're ready you can roll to your side and come up to sit and come up to stand (laughs) walk around a little bit come up and see what you uh, take away from this into walking warm again. Yeah. 